This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black with FM Evolution. Welcome to our newest episode. In this episode, we're meeting with Justin Jolicoeur at Hilton Torrey Pines. And I'm super excited because this is a really cool perspective we haven't covered yet on this show. As you guys know, we talk about facility management and we cover innovations and trends and all the things that are going on in this industry. And we haven't had the opportunity to talk to a facility manager with hospitality yet. So Justin's our first, and man, what a great resource. He was awesome to have on the show, a ton of information. We cover a ton of different things, and we could go on forever, so we're definitely gonna have him back for another episode, but man, stay tuned for this. You're not gonna wanna miss it, but before that, here is a word from our sponsors. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have since been serving the nation's largest brands. They offer everything from clearing drains, hammerwork, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig ups. So when your brand has commercial plumbing needs, remember to call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. And no matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they are a maintenance company as well, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed. One call will do it all. Connect with them at 858-454-7326. That's 858-454-7326. Or on the web at cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black with FM Evolution, and today is an awesome day because I'm here with my friend Justin Jolicoeur at Hilton Torrey Pines. Justin, welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me. Oh, man. It's my pleasure. I'm excited because, well, for me and this show, this is actually our first opportunity to sit down and talk to someone who's in facility maintenance in hotels, in hospitality. So we've done restaurants, we've done all these different things, and but so, yeah, man, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm delighted to be here. I can't wait to talk my, uh, my way out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. Uh, I always have a really good time uh, talking with you, and so I thought, man, Justin would be perfect to have on the show because um, out of all the people I know, you, you have a ton of different experience and knowledge. And uh, how many years have you been with Hilton now? Ten? Ten, yeah, 10 years, to, uh, ten years. starting June, June 8th. That's awesome, man. Thank you. And the whole time is with Hilton. Yes, that's and I'll probably retire with Hilton. See? Very loyal. Hilton's a great brand. Yep. Number one. Hilton, my favorite brand, just so everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> Not biased at all. No, actually, I, well, I stay a lot in different hotels, and Hilton uh, has always been one of my favorites. So that's outstanding. So where did you start at? Well, tell me about your journey. I want okay. to hear about that. Well, my journey started 10 years ago. Um, I was a graduate from a college called Ferris State University. Uh, out of Michigan, uh, state of Michigan, where I'm from. Um, I graduated with an associate's in architecture, a bachelor's in facility management, nice. and a master's in business. So when I graduated... Um, Triple threat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be able to not only be in this chair, but to be able to sit at a table with uh, a regional vice president, uh, um, a GM, a director of finance, and really talk about the uh, the finances of what it takes to operate a hotel as well as contribute to uh, flow and revenue and for our stakeholders and our owners. It, you know, I think um, 
restaurants are a tough business, but I would say um, hotels and the maintenance that come along with them, man, they're tough. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. And uh, there's a lot of behind the scenes that go on in a hotel. It's like a little city. You know? Yes, yes. You, you wear a lot of hats. You, it, you, you're you in the business of managing people, not just customers, but contractors, vendors, yeah. um, everyone. So That's awesome, man. So tell me a little bit more. Like, how did you get to where you are today? Like, Well, upon graduation, um, I was recruited by Hilton. Uh, I was placed in what they call the MDP program. It's a management development program. Uh, I was placed in New York City at my first hotel, the Waldorf Astoria. Wow. Uh, the program, yeah, it was... That's a big hotel by itself. Yeah, it's a four, it was a 1,413-room hotel before it was uh, closed for renovation. Yeah. Um, it definitely tried me mentally and physically. Um, so a little bit about the program. It's uh, 18 to 24 months, and you ta- you're exposed to many different aspects of hospitality, from front desk to um, capital projects to dealing with the trades, dealing with a union property that's probably mm. the strongest in the world, if not the country. It's a whole different element right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but great people, great experience. You deal with royalty. You deal with dignitaries. You deal with leaders of the world, uh, celebrities. It's a high-profile hotel, but you also have your blue-collar people that stay there. They they save their whole entire life. Mm. And, you know, every experience is different, and you just have to uh, adapt to it and make it the best they can be so that they keep coming back. So it was a really cool hotel. Is that typical training for Hilton? Because that sounds really extensive. Yeah, it's... It's, I mean, it's, it's a custom program that they look for the best recruits. Um, when you're placed, I, nice. I got the ability to, you know, uh, recruit out of the MDP program for Hilton for a year. Um, you're, you're typically looking for a candidate that's going to be a chief engineer within mm-hmm. five years or less. So when you place someone, um, you're giving the best candidate that the hotel can have and that can help the hotel out. Um, these hotels budget for the, that this position. Uh, typically, any hotel that's a thousand rooms or more has to take on a, a, an MDP trainee. Um, so when they're placed, um, you, you know you have to report back to the director of engineering, uh, as well as a regional director monthly with a, like a monthly recap of what wow. you learned. Um, but you take on different exposures, that's, so like that's there's a real deal. That's serious, right there. It, yeah, it is. It, it, it's it's the foundation for your career. So like before you jump onto something after this. They really want to shake you up. They want to prepare you. They want you to understand everything that it takes to run a hotel before you start running the hotel. Well, you see, you see a lot of things on a hotel business. Yes, some yes. things you're not more than what for. I should. Yeah, I should be writing than, a book on it. See, it's a, it's a different show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that later. Tune in next time. Tune in next time. Yeah, that's on a. That's really cool. I, I had no idea the training. I mean, I I suspect they would have to have something in place, but. That's that's a really good experience and a journey for you. So you started on the East Coast then. Yeah, I was placed in New York City. Uh, as I was there for five years, um, I graduated the program a little bit early. I think it was around 17 or 18 months. And then I was given an opportunity as a property operations manager, worked that for about a year, and then got promoted to assistant director, worked that for about two more years, and then I decided that I did not like snow, and then I looked towards the west. <laughs> well, San Diego. Can't blame you there. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I happily found uh, a very similar position, same position here in San Diego at the Hilton San Diego Bayfront. 
Um, I worked that for three years under uh, a great director, Mike Dennison. Um, he's one of the uh, regional directors in the Southern California area. Um, he kind of took it to the next step with me. Um, he, we looked at projects a little bit deeper. He, sh- he kind of showed me the, the tips on how to mm. write service agreements, how to write uh, contract agreements uh, when, when capital projects are approved. So it, it was a different type of training, but you know it was a blessing because I think it got me to the next level of where I'm at today. And that's where we met. I mean, that's a great hotel, too. It's super busy with yeah. the convention center right there. Yeah, it's right in the heart of San Diego. Yeah. It's big challenges. It's an 1,190-room hotel. Uh, you know, Comic-Con is the, the flagship of that hotel. We see right? big conventions oh, week in and week out. Uh, you know, small team, but big enough team for that hotel. What was your craziest Comic-Con experience? There's got to be one. Mm, most of the experiences that I had were behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, Did you have celebrities stay there? Yeah, I, I think they came and go. I, I don't yeah. know if they stayed there because we didn't really get the rooming list. But um, these ex- the, the, the the celebrities would they had like uh, sessions. You mm-hmm. know, it was kind of like a flood session from sessions, yeah. yeah from the convention center. So you you had big groups, and when you see the big groups of fans, you knew someone was you know big and was in house. I mean, a lot of times you had celebrities like you know harry potter he would go in privately dressed up as spider-man you wouldn't even know he was in front of you that, and we, we heard about that in the news i mean yeah. you see it all you see these articles the next day that they were right there by right you. there and it's like wow that's so surreal but you know like i always say you know like i always look at celebrities and dignitaries you know whoever it is they're our customers yeah I, i've never got i've been in front of some really big ones and i've never got starstruck i always they're people yeah I, you know they all have different personalities but you know, I'm just there to make their experience a little bit better each it day. It is cool, though. So it is. It's a cool experience because cool. I'm coming from Midwest, country boy, farmer, you know, and then you're right in front of <laughs> what's on TV, yeah, right exactly. in front of you. So it's a cool experience. For anyone who's never been to Comic Con, you definitely got to go. And San Diego is a great place for that, and that's such a good experience. Um, besides the snow, <laughs> what else? Like. Is there a big difference between facilities on East Coast versus West? Yeah, there's like a big difference. Wise? I mean, when you really think about New York City, I mean, even the whole entire East Coast, you know, they wake up first when it comes to the country. That's a fact. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's timed, I think, with the stock market and everything else that wakes up at that same time. But the big difference that I've seen between the East Coast and West Coast is that, you know, time is money when it comes to East Coast. So you've got 10 contractors waiting outside your door just to do the work. You don't have to look them up. Like, you walk out there, you wow. see a van. You walk out the hallways or the, the the streets, you see another service company. West Coast, it's a little bit different. You know, you have your companies, but a lot of these conversations that I hear is, oh, we're too busy. We, we, we can send someone tomorrow. You know, mm. or it's really difficult to vet who's good and who's bad, who's who's great, who's poor, who has the most certified technicians that are factory trained that you really want for your equipment. Um, it, it's just I think the most difficult that I've had um, in terms of finding vendors is finding the right ones, building those relationships, and keeping them within the facility. If you you know yeah. if you decide to move on to another career, that must have been a challenge just by itself, right? If you're coming from the East Coast and you have all these people in place. And you moved to, to was it San Diego first, huh? Yeah. San Diego. And San Diego's a great town. We have a lot of uh, really talented companies out here, but still you have to you have to find new people. Yes. Yes. You have to start all over when you move to a different city or a different state. Um, it's kind of like a blue book. You know, you just start building your 
contractor uh, yellow pages. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you, you ask around, you network, you go to trade shows, you get involved with organizations like IFMA and BOMA. Um, you, you, you talk to other contractors and you talk do you, to GCs. Do you remember where we met? Yeah, we met at the uh, HEA, um, right? HEA. Yeah. And that's the uh, Hospitality Engineering Association. Um, it's a network uh, group type of setting where vendors come together with hospitality or hotel engineers just to kind of connect that bridge i think that's cool i think those those associations are i think they're critical honestly because it allows you to it allows a format for you guys to just educate yourselves no matter what organization it's at but also meet vendors that are i mean some have vetted already i mean you know they're established at least it gives you kind of a, a head start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I mean, there's some companies out there that are national, mm-hmm. and they vary in terms of customer service from market to market. And, um, you know, I think these type of organizations kind of help um, expand that customer service and kind of get your foot in the door so that you know, hey, I'm the sales manager. Hey, I can get you a quote. Hey, let's let's do work and make the hotel better than what it is. What do you think was your biggest challenge when it came to like vendor management was it just finding them or was it like what was your like after you found them what was the biggest difference between east coast and west coast vendors i I think that the west coast it's 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 finding the like i said the right vendor Mm -hmm. and then finding within the company that you're working with the right technician for the job because there's a lot of people that bounce around here in san diego within the trades like refrigeration, um, uh, chiller work, boiler work, um, really getting the right factory trained technician and then trying to see what you can do with the company mm. to get them uh, signed to just this hotel. So yeah, that because they, can, they have that tribal knowledge. After a while, they they know your facilities, right? Yeah, it's and almost like they're part of the they're team. They're kind of part of the team. Yeah, they know where to park. They know where the parts are. They know the, the expectations, the you know the footprint of the building, and they just get it done. That's kind of, I mean, for companies like CGP, facility maintenance companies, that's the goal. That's the goal is to become that extension of your team. And yeah. that's not easy to do. No, it's it is not. tough. It, and it, people it, do turn over. It takes time. I think it takes years. I think you have to get your foot through the door, do a few big projects, do a couple small projects, show the hotel that you're the company for the job and that your response time can be within the day of the day and that you have competitive pricing and that if there is a price that's a little it's exceeding your budget you're willing to you know uh, pencil it out or at least kind of bring the price down to make it affordable for both you know the the vendor and it's got to be give and take on both sides they got to be available to, to work with you i think that's really important i mean just and having that relationship with your vendors um, I know a couple of shows ago we were talking to a restaurant um, facility manager and she was bringing up that, you know, hey, vendors are the lifeblood of the company. They allow them to keep the doors open, you know, and I know you guys, you have both. You have vendors and you also have all these engineers that work for you. And that's got to be a big challenge, too, because you're not just dealing with vendors. You're dealing with your own guys. And I know they work endlessly to get the hotel to be at peak condition all the time. Yeah, to be able to yeah some of these engineers, you know, they put in a lot of time, a lot of blood, sweat, 
Um, you know, they're away from their families, you know, eight, 10, 12 hours out of the day, my, you know, 14 hours for myself. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably three days out of my career that I actually work 24 hours. <laughs> not, it's not <laughs> right, then, right not, but, yeah. but, but that just, just shows your dedication. Yeah. And, uh, it was for the customer, you know, big groups, they, they just need the, the, the staff there. But, um, you know, when you think about, you know, staff relations, both within the company and Hilton, um, the thing that I really like is that you know when there is a relationship with a vendor or a contractor, the, their t- their technicians are showing our engineers the the tricks of the trade. Mm. You know, so it's, everyone's learning. It's a that. give and yeah. take, yeah. And you know, I mean, as long as the business is not taken away, um, you know, if our engineers within Hilton can learn a little bit from the professionals who are licensed. Then you know when these issues do stem, they can control the problem from the beginning, and then and try to recover. At least try to wait until the you know the company is there to help out and support and get it back online. I mean, just it's all about the customer, and we do not want to impact or inconvenience or displace rooms because that's yeah, revenue. Yeah, that's revenue, right? And it's an image too. It's an image too. That's true. You know, you know, what I noticed about hotel engineers in general, longevity. And their jobs. Some of these guys I know have been doing this for 18 years. Some yeah. of them in the same hotel, the same resorts. I think it has a lot to do with the environment mm. and culture of Hilton. Uh, I know that for the 10 years that I've been with Hilton, there was, I think back in college, and I really think about the recruitment and the job fairs that I had at my university. And the one thing that stands out is there was just something about Hilton that stood out amongst the rest of the, the hotels out there, like the Marriott's, the Hyatt's. You know, a lot of my friends that I graduated with from college all went to those hotels. No one was going to Hilton. So there was a part of me that it's just like there's something there. And when you think of Hilton, it's a family name. Yeah, it's true. And when you think of family, it, that thing has, that, that idea, concept has to transcend down into the company. And within the last five years, our uh, recent president of Hilton and our CEO, Chris Nassetta, um, they, they're really pushing about family and heart of the house and uh, you know all the, the, the departments, the people that you don't see behind the scenes. Yeah, there's a lot of them. What, that's the gears, that's the fabric of hospitality. The people who wash dishes, the people who make the food, the housekeepers who clean the rooms, the engineers who maintain the rooms, uh, you know, I mean, the, the the people you don't see their faces. That's what you know. It's almost like a grand stage of a circus or a magic it is. show. It, you know? it really is. We don't want to show see the magic. Yeah, yeah we it. don't want to show the trade secrets. We don't want right. to show how we did it. We just want to make an experience where wow, it happened. I didn't even see it, but it happened. I want to come back. This is a good hotel, and I think that that's where the the company they're really focusing on the staff. Because it's kind of like if you take care of your staff, you don't have to worry about your customer. Cause well, they take just, care of the guests. Yeah. 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 And, you know, you kind of have to treat it as if you own stocks in the company. You know, you're going to care about the property. You're going to care about the company. And you're going to care about the customers. And that's I think that's the most important thing when you stay with the hotel. It's 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 how they think about this hotel. It's what mm. like you want them to come back. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when they get out of that car and they're checking in, you know, the first thing that you want them to be doing is smiling. You want them to smile when they leave. And I think if you do that, everything in between is taken care of. I tell you what, I've had experiences where, and, it, and most of the time it's Hilton's that that is the case. You, it's just 
<sighs> I don't have to worry about it. You know, I know stuff's going to be fine. And but I've also <laughs> I've also had experiences on the other side of that where it not with Hilton's but in general, man, it's just not that. And it's it's not it's far and few in between because in general everyone works so hard to to make sure but I mean things happen. That that's where you guys come in, you know, to to resolve all those issues. Yeah, whether it's, it's a you know leaky ceiling or smelly room or <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Strange like the, that's the low lying yeah. fruit. I mean, if, if you really think of Hilton in general, like you know, uh, our I think our overall mission, whether it's you know you know position not within the company, it's just how can we get the name out there? How can we give an experience to a customer that they've never experienced? You know, yeah. like when you think about a hotel. I really thought about this deep last couple of weeks, and it just was random. But when you when you when you're traveling, whether it's with your family or it's business, or you're just traveling just to travel, just to get away, you know, you're staying in a room, and it's it's not just a room, but it's a home away from a home. So, you know, if you have a TV that works, you have an air conditioning that works, you have a beautiful view, you have a comfortable bed. You have amazing food in our dining outlets and uh, room service. You have a lovely pool, a hot tub. You have trails to walk on. You have uh, you know, an awesome uh, staff within the hotel. It, it, it almost makes you feel like you never left home. Right. And I think that is what hospitality is all about. And, you know, things age. You know, technology changes. And I think it's very important to stay competitive and look at what other hotels are doing differently. What is the coolest thing out there on the market? What's going to attract customers to this hotel that it's never been done before? And I think Hilton is kind of really, you know, leading that way with uh, innovation and technology in terms of checking into your room, mm. uh, you know, dealing with automated kiosks of, uh, you know, whether it's restaurants or, uh, you know, check-in processes. The, the experience that you have on your connected room, which is something we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. Um, your TV, you know, looking at, you know, checking out from your TV and the billing and ordering room service. I mean, that's, that's something that never There's happened. so many moving You know, parts. 20, 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, there was it's no... completely different than it used yeah, to be. Yeah, there was no Expedia. There was no online. <laughs> right, Expedia. There was no totally. online. You yeah. were calling the hotel to see what the rate is, and then you were coming and either paying with a credit card or cash. Yeah, now you have one place that will shop every single hotel near you and you guys got to stand out you know i think toy toy pines does a really good job of that yeah it's a beautiful hotel it's like a diamond in the rough i mean i've worked and i've been at a lot of hotels and the one thing i really like about this hotel is obviously the view if anyone stays here it is really hilton la jolla toy pines it's i would say it's probably the most iconic view that i've ever experienced when it comes to a hotel you got a beautiful golf course that's pga rated they do the farmers open and the u.s open and i missed couple it years. this year i wanted to go so yeah that's it's a cool experience but it's just it has almost a hawaii feel like it's just it's part of san diego but it doesn't have a city feel you're you know you're in torrey pines it's a national reserve and you know like you're in a room you're in a hotel but you know the walks around the property it, it makes you feel like you're right at you know the beach side right next to the ocean a lot of ocean breezes come and they flow through your balcony room uh and it makes you feel like right on the beach but you're not but you have the view you, you have beautiful like you sunsets 
I mean, it's breathtaking sunsets. It's just, you you can't, it's probably the best view in San Diego. All right, Justin. So just to wrap up things. um, So people, if they're trying to find uh, the Torrey Pines, what's the best way to, to get a hold of you guys? Look us up online. um, You know, try to get our main phone number. Um, Ask for me, Justin Jolliker. I'm the director of engineering. Um, I, you know, if anybody wants to stay here, I'll be happy to look at their room in advance to make it VIP mode, do whatever I can to, to make sure that that room is everything that you paid for and everything you expect. Yeah. That's my promise. That's the Hilton promise. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It was really exciting. We learned so much and I can definitely tell where we will have you on again for sure. Uh, for another episode because there's just so much to cover in hospitality thank you thank you so much for coming on we really appreciate it thank you for having me 